Oh, yeah, baby. Give me that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's my favorite yeah. guy. Yeah! I'm just, you guys, sports. I'm doing it right away. We are Homerphilia. We are Homerphilia, the, the, the podcast yes. Homerphilia. The, the Homerphilia podcast. Preeminent Simpsons podcast. Yes. Called Homerphilia. Homerphilia. That's and, my fa uh, favorite sports reporter. What, sports the universe? Announcer. Yes! Marv Albert. Oh, Marv Albert. He ruined his career by biting a woman. Uh, yes. <laughs> if only he. Uh, I feel like he missed his generation. What you? What, he what, didn't was just the 80s? bite one woman. He bit he, a couple women. I think, women, he, I think he is this, was this was his eighties. Yes. 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 So yeah, he's a he's a, a, a twenty twenty guy born too soon. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, because everybody knows oh, yeah. it's totally it's totally cool to bite people in twenty twenty. <laughs> well, I mean, it's so polarized yeah. that they'll just make it a honestly, wedge issue. Honestly, that's that's probably the worst aggressive tactic you could take during a pandemic is to bite somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that like if I that I, is the worst part about the pandemic is that they have denied us all yeah, biting situations. Yes, I can't bite. I can't bite anybody. Uh, the guy at 7 I mean, you can bite somebody. I can't. You everybody, can. everybody looks at me weird if I bite somebody. The guy at Seven Eleven looks at me weird if I kiss all the people on the front of the People yeah. magazine. There's got to be a happy medium somewhere. What do they <laughs> yeah. expect from you? I know. What? I, it's a good thing that game show host who kisses everybody isn't alive anymore. Because <laughs> he would be fucking miserable. Yeah. Wait, who's the game show host that kisses everybody? Uh, Richard uh, Dawson. Richard, Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson, and by the way, Bergs is here, and he's uh, oh, yeah. uh, further extending his lead as the uh, the most uh, reoccurring guest on the show. Yeah, D no matter what the audience says on on whether he should be back or not, <laughs> here he is yeah. once again. Yeah, he defies you all fuck once you, again, audience. Yeah. yeah, you guys think yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. whatever, fuck you. Indirect. We're sticking it to him tonight. Oh yeah, back despite popular demand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> In direct opposition to everything. This you've ever is heard. what you like. <laughs> Despite all of the Sit obstacles. down and listen. This is your favorite this is your show. Fa yeah. My favorite show is just whatever the fuck is on my, in front yeah, of me. This is whatever's playing in front of my fucking face is my favorite. Whatever's thing. in front of me right now, just make it louder. Yeah, my favorite thing, just loud. Just it doesn't play matter. It at me. My favorite movie is whatever's, whatever's on. Whatever's as, long as, it, as long as it's loud enough to drown out my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite movie is just my phone. Whatever, just, yeah. just make it so I don't think about anything for a while. Whatever, whatever can put to bed the creeping thoughts of <laughs> eternal dread. That slowly, slowly. The worst part of my night is the time when I turn off my TV and before I get to my phone in bed. It's like a thirty seconds where I'm alone oh, with myself. God. Um. Yeah. That's a pleasant, it's funny because it's a pleasant right thought. <laughs> yeah, when my phone dies on the toilet. Holy fuck! That's my <laughs> I don't know how to finish yeah. my poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my nightmare. Should I pinch it and get my charger and an extension cord? My, my absolute. My idea of hell, my idea of hell is pooping with one percent battery. <laughs> what do you do? You know what you do if you're down to one percent battery? You go to whatever book you have in the book app and you start reading it in plain text. Absolutely, because you can stay on that for a while. There you go. There you go. You hear? You heard it here, folks. You turn on. You turn on dark background. And read, plain text. Read a book in plain text. My favorite thing in the world is anything louder than what I'm thinking. About. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely.
what I choose to watch and what I choose to listen to is all strictly strictly based on how how much I can mash my brain down into, into senility. Basically. My favorite genre of anything is just brain pulverizer. Yeah, yeah. Whatever can calm down my torrid thoughts. Hey, audience, have you I guys... I need uh, something to calm me down. Audience, have you guys guessed that we're recording this on election night? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you might, tomorrow when this comes out, you guys might know something more than we do right now. Right now, we don't know anything. But not much more. We already know. <laughs> we already know. Well, we the, knew ahead of time. Yeah, by the time Because of that guy that Andy they met. They gave us. Yeah, oh, yeah. Andy yeah. got the, the, the results weeks in advance. Yeah. yeah. My, uh, uh, he, he, told, he tells me to call him Uncle Steve. <laughs> I I but feel he doesn't more, date your aunt anymore. No, he doesn't date my aunt anymore. I'm more comfortable calling him Mr. Bannon. Right. <laughs> but he told me he told me the fix is in. Uh, uh, that that Bannendorf is that Bannendorf? something there? There, is there we something go. There? Okay, that's good. Right? Slap that on a t-shirt. Yeah, I'll, I'll, Bannendorf. Buy that. Yeah, so okay. According to my, according to my uh, uncle Steve. Yes. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, the rivers will be filled with blood. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whose blood though specifically uh the, the blood of our enemy enemies i don't know he kept yeah. he, he kept did, using he, the, he did i didn't really write under, that on a break and throw it through your, your window <laughs> the, he wrote the blood of my enemies and threw it through my window yeah. i don't know if he was saying mine or mine He's like his or mine yeah, whose perspective on. is the break? i don't know and he because you're reading it and you don't kept, know what perspective you're reading from he, t- he kept talking about blood and soil and i didn't know what that was about he's got back end <laughs> percentage points on seinfeld absolutely which he i really? love yeah he it threw some deal where he bought shares of castle rock through a holding company at one point in the 90s he i'm sorry fraggle rock fraggle rock he he Gets money from Seinfeld residuals. That's no, that's smart. You got to get on the ground floor in Seinfeld. But once you got that, you're, you're good forever. Get. Yeah, you can take over the country in a right wing coup if yeah. you own enough Seinfeld. Yeah, you know what? I, I love, I love that those guys decided to go out on top. You Absolutely, know, they signed a deal. For 23 eps to make a million dollars an episode. Because historically, guys like us, we go out on the bottom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we never get to the top. Yeah. We just stay at the bottom the whole time. It's and that's so, how we it was go so, out. It was so uh, honorable for Jerry to, to only do one season where he made a million dollars an episode <laughs> and then go out on top. It's honorable to go out while you're a 40-year-old man dating a 17-year-old. Absolutely. No, it's, it, the best thing to do is to go on top and then eradicate all the goodwill that you built up along the way <laughs> for seasons and seasons. Seasons and then have everybody hate you by the end. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have not been in that position because everyone hates me the whole time. Yeah, so I'm poor and people hate me. So I, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm lousy with. I hate. started on the bottom. Guess what? I'm staying down here. Yeah, I cannot get up. It's comfortable <laughs> on the bottom. Nobody expects anything of me. Nobody bugs me for stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm not even. Yeah. I'm not walking around the bottom. I'm just rolling around. Yeah, absolutely, pig's got it right. Just wallow down here, it's baby. It's wet and it's dark and I like yeah. it. Yeah, I, I, I'm appreciating a good waddle. Oh, wallow down here when i check into a hotel i ask for the wettest sweet thing yeah, <laughs> i say I, I tell him i tell him why don't you dampen up that mattress for me makes me have the wet sweet you got some moist <laughs> moist towels yeah it's it's too dry in here there's not enough mushrooms you, growing out of the carpet can you get the walls so they're a little drippy I, yeah i want to i want to feel like i'm constantly catching a chill <laughs> yeah i i i want the orchid room of the hotel yeah i, I want the ca- carpet to just be like a lily pad I have the constitution of a newborn spider, so can you get a humid, humid, hot room for me? I, I want to feel like my toes are constantly in touch with a tadpole. I, wanna, I need this room a little damper. Yeah. 
like waking up what with we, moss hey, growing on my legs. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? It's what election are, night and we're voting for hotels to be wet on the yeah. In my America, every hotel, hotel will be, be as damp as, as possible. <laughs> as damp or as dry as you desire. <laughs> <laughs> the reign of completely dry hotels <laughs> is over. <laughs> Make the whole thing the pool. Make, <laughs> this is my favorite political tenor. <laughs> the one that starts all very brave and then hits low. <laughs> Everybody talks any, like yeah, that. Anything any, can sound monumentous in that. Imagine if Andy put out an album of him yeah. doing the, some Christmas classics it, that. It is a travesty that the sausage and egg McMuffin is no longer on the menu. <laughs> Simply having a wonderful <laughs> Christmas time. <laughs> Rocking around the sleigh. Tonight. <laughs> I love that. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell, rock. <laughs> In my America, Grandma most certainly will get run over by a reindeer. <laughs> Can you imagine writing Jingle Bell Rock and being like, this is fucking rock and roll, man. This, now this. <laughs> My hair long as shit, so I get headbanged the Jingle Bell Rock for eight hours straight. For He's, Christmas. Uh, for, I did a pass on that song. I told him uh, these guitars aren't jangly enough. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we need about twenty percent more jangle on these guitars. <laughs> Andy's got a jangle knob on his yeah, mixing board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't put. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't mix. I don't mix anything out. I just. I, I, Turn turn up the volume and I turn the jangle to eleven. Andy baby. jangle crankery. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I know so little about music and sound engineering. I could not think of one more word to say in that, in that arena to make that bit sound more. It's funnier than doing improv that you know nothing about. Yeah. Just using like the two words, you know. <laughs> just two, like, yeah, I got looking two at the them, audience baby. like, is this good? Is, that, <laughs> is this working good? for you? I'll, I'll reverb was the one I was trying to. There think we of. go. Yeah, yeah, there it turn is. down the reverb. Turn up the jangle. <laughs> <laughs> and you got yourself the Smiths. That is what the Smiths sound Hell like. Hell yeah. Oh, oh, that's my. That's, that's, that's my. The jangliest guitars in the world. Yeah. I would go out tonight. I will. I will jangle the rocks. <laughs> I'm simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having a wonderful imagine, Christmas time. Imagine being an 18-year-old and start, like, being, the, being him and being like, this is what people want, to sound, <laughs> want me to sound like. I'm going to make rock music and everybody's going to flip a shit out. Cool this sounds like yeah. What hubris. I love yes. the Smiths, but what a crazy Abs- man. Absolute hubris of that <laughs> man to say that sounds cool. I want to <laughs> sound like Kermit the Frog who wants to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> the absolute hubris of that man. I like that Jewel sounds like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> These hands are small, I know, but they're... Well, we're really we're we're really digging into the well of cultural reference. We're already at Jewel. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a. uh, Did we talk about the YMCA on or off mic? That was was off off mic. mic. But I honestly, (laughs) honestly, would it be fucked up if we talked about it? We should talk about the Y. 
The village people rock. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. What an incredible group of people. They are just a bunch of guys who work a bunch of different professions, but they want to get together and go to their YMCA and absolutely fuck as I, hard as they can. I can't, I can't believe that in the time that they got popular, thinking about how backwards people's views were, they saw that and were like, I, I love it. <laughs> I, these guys just talking about doing stuff with their guy friends. I'm on board and nobody even thought about it. So we should go through the lyrics of YMCA right now, okay. right? We probably it starts with young man, so you know you're in for a little. Young treat. man, are you listening to me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, young man, are you are you listening to me? Well, this song should have a. Hey, let me get your attention. You know, part. you know what happens when I start to scream at young men for, to listen to me on the street? <laughs> I I get I get arrested. <laughs> young man, young man, are you listening to me? Young man, there's no need to feel down. I said, young man, pick yourself off the ground. I said, young man, because you're in a new town. We're talking about New York City here. Oh, yeah. There's no need to be unhappy. Young man, there's a place you can go. I said, young man, when you're short on dough, you can stay there, and I'm sure you'll find many ways to have a good time. <laughs> it's fun to stay at the YMCA. They oh, have yeah. everything for you men to enjoy. You can hang out with all the boys. Hang out with all of them. What yeah. an Am I overestimating people's naivete at that point No, they in time? fully didn't recognize no, this. No, I mean, I really think, yeah, there's no... You can get yourself clean. You can have a good meal. You can do whatever you feel. Yeah. What, do you th- what, what do you think, like, a grandma in, in <laughs> Nebraska, when the song came out, when it was the most popular song in the world, what do you think she meant when they... <laughs> what do you think she thought they meant when... And they said you could do whatever you feel like ra- racquetball and, <laughs> and swimming. I mean, probably that's probably what she thought, right? I, I mean, racquetball and swimming, maybe like uh, doing some calisthenics, yeah. and aerobics. I, uh, I stuff that makes you feel good. I think I think it's so it's amazing that they they I, like I, subtly a, they subtly had. I mean, you got to remember that like. This is the song that Trump is using at rallies. Oh, I mean, yeah. maybe maybe the election's over by the time this podcast out. Who knows? And but, this might be. I, I think so. This, then they have. A, I mean, there are probably ninety percent of the people dancing along with Trump at these rallies who uh, clearly have the exact same level of at, naivety, thinking I, that I it's like racquetball. At, at this point, I think that they have to know that the village people is like a pro LGBTQ. Uh, band. At this I point. don't think they that there would. They know. play it at no. every sporting event yeah. that you've yeah. ever been to. They yeah. play. They play the pedophile guy song, rock and roll part two, the Joker song. Yeah. yeah. They, they, everybody in England does not like. They know that they're not allowed to play that Stop song. Clicking the pen on the mic. Like everybody, all the conservatives love "Born in the USA," even though it's very anti. Like I don't know. Yeah, right? Anti-American. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 people hear and see what they want to hear and see. Andy. That's true. It's just, I like that the song itself, I mean, it's like celebrating New York and gay culture, but it is also telling men across America, it's like, there's a message in there. It's like, hey, if you feel bad in your town, you can move to New York and go to this place. If you feel unsafe as a young gay man, go here and you can go fuck and eat and it's going to be great. Or just like, go, I feel like they're really telling people, people at like the Muskegon YMCA. <laughs> you, can, you can go to any YMCA. <laughs> you can go to any YMCA. Actually, we probably should. I don't think you can go to any YMCA. <laughs> do, do, do not go to do, any YMCA. Do, do people still live at the YMCA? <laughs> I do not think that, that is a uh, thing. So. No. I, I mean, I don't know. Is there... There was there was a generation of... of uh, so th- our our current day incels uh, in, in 1970 was a bunch of dirtbag men living at the YMCA. Yeah, I mean, what's I oh, mean, yeah. what is the like the the uh, 
I guess that they they occupied spaces where like you couldn't afford a hotel or a short term. There was it lease, was like a, and you weren't really like sure hostel? if you're staying. It was I mean, like, yeah, so, even a hostel style. I mean, but it was even less than a hostel. Why? I mean, there are still some places that do stuff like this. It ha- uh, I mean, there has to be right. But it's more you know there are more like. It was co-op uh, Airbnb arrangements and stuff like that. In the, the, the typical the YMCA. YMCA SRO housing provides low-income temporary housing for a rent of in 2005 110 bucks per week. Right. So in 2005 is incredibly 110 bucks a week. So in 1978, but, but that's that was, still 440. You know, for, I yeah. mean, that's t- in 2005. That's still 440. Right. Which like that's you know like but in like uh, a, a New one York bedroom, City, but in New York City for sure. I'm just saying right. like a one bedroom apartment in this city right here is like that right now and yes obviously you know this is 15 years later or whatever um but so in the 70s the typical ymca tenants were homeless youth and young facing life issues coming from like rural areas really so this really was a calling card like if you're young and gay you can move yeah i mean that's the thing anybody time it's like facing life issues from rural community i mean that just means there's gay people who are gonna get fucking hung in their town yeah, it definitely rules. It what definitely cool, rules. What, what a cool, cool like gay dog whistle to be like, come move here, you'll be safe. More, it's fine. Yeah. more dog whistles should be positive. Absolutely, <laughs> we're living in the age of the angry all, yeah. dog whistles. We should take back. We should make positive dog whistles. We should write a song that's like, if you're a fucking weirdo, come move to Amsterdam and hang out with us. The planet, <laughs> da 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> you can roll a big joint. You can have a good beer. You can do. You can, you can have a good. Beer. You can roll a big joint. You can have a good beer. You can be all sorts of queer. Down at the the other big hit uh, by the Village People, uh, classically parodied by The Simpsons, Macho Man as Nacho Man. Nacho Man, Nacho Man. Nacho, Nacho Man. But Homer's uh, yeah, nachos I, out of his hat. That's another one, though. Even, even like, don't they play Macho Man at Trump? Shit too. I think they so. Just, they love yes. the shit out of the village people. They love. Yeah, the they shit. love the village people. They yeah. love. To, they love to think of because Trump as the. They are. I mean, the, the, the Trump is all of people them. Are That's the, what they see. Trump is all of but them. But the Trump is the cop. Trump is the construction. The Greenwich worker. Village people, and they were this like New York group at a time where Trump was at the ascendancy of his real estate career. Yeah, they were probably the most important band in New York for him in yeah. the seventies. Right. Yeah. I and all the Blue Lives Matter people, they. Gotta support the band with the cop. Yeah, they no do, matter man. what, no questions yeah. asked. Cops always have the benefit crazy. of the doubt. Are they really? Macho man, body, want to feel my body? Body, such a thrill, my body. Body, want to touch my body? Body, it's too much, my body. This Check a- it out, my body. Every man wants to be a macho, macho man. This they have the kind of body song. always in demand. That's wild. Body to Ready body. to get down with anyone he can. Hell yeah. I've got to be macho. Yeah. This uh, rocks. <laughs> I don't. I mean, yeah, but those are like like Andy just said. Those are the comparable to any house song lyrics. Hell yeah, you know, oh, yeah. Like, for sure. Is that about Jesse just, Ventura? Huh? Body. Is that song about Jesse Ventura? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like the, just like they wrote a song and as an ode to Jesse Ventura. <laughs> All songs in some way or another about Jesse Ventura. <laughs> or his brother Ace. Yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> and now, now we're, we're talking. Yeah, about now we're Jim talking Perry. about The Simpsons. <laughs> Oh, oh boy! Geez. Now Ace Ventura, yes, was based Ace on a real base guy. Ventura. He was, he was based on a real guy. Yeah, is that true? He, yeah, uh, an animal detective. And you knew him? I knew him personally because he's from Muskegon. He's from Muskegon, and he helped me find my childhood golden retriever. Right. Who ran away? Not because he he ran away intentionally. <laughs> 
He didn't right. Like, he yeah. Didn't, he did not like. We did not. No. We didn't have. We didn't have like similar political views. No. That that, that dog and I fought all the time. Absolutely. Uh, and it mostly local political views. It was a lot about the city council of Muskegon. At the yes. Time, I, I I was very pro council. Sure. Um, <laughs> and he wanted to pivot he, to a parliament system he, for Muskegon <laughs> local politics. Yeah. He, he thought was, that that a house of parliament was going to be a better system. Uh, absolutely. And I I think that uh, you know I'm I'm willing to say hindsight 2020 the dog was right. Right. Uh, uh, but you know in my in my hard headed uh, uh, views as a child. I couldn't see Muskegon pivoting. No, to a could you imagine a, le- a prime minister of Muskegon no. back then? No, now, no, now, yeah, because there is course. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my dad. Yeah, your dad is the prime minister of Muskegon. <laughs> yeah, yeah he but he came by. He came by that. My dad accidentally. Is, my dad is the most crooked prime minister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he's, is, the, he's an incredible grifter. <laughs> your dad. My, my dad is making backroom deals with all sorts of like oil barons. And when and, he's done with like, that, bad. he goes and makes some front room deals right after. Yeah, that. yeah. Dude, my dad. My dad. He turns in front. He turns it up. He, 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 he hits that front. He hits that front door. But you know he's, he's going to slap that back door. He's going to ream that back door. He'll go upstairs and make a deal. He'll climb right back down. He'll climb right back down. He'll, he uses all sorts of. Oh thing. Like, yeah. He's he's not afraid. He's not afraid to pleasure a front door with his tongue. No, he's not. <laughs> or, 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 or his the hands digitally. Yeah. He's you know he'll what? sometimes go. He'll he'll go through both doors. He'll be he'll be opening that front door with his tongue. Meanwhile, he's reaching around tickling that back door with the finger. Absolutely. You better believe the prime minister you, will. You better believe the, the prime minister. Prime minister Reed. He's, he's opening doors left and right simultaneously. He's and flipping he them up. He closes them when he's done. He closes them when he's done. But if later. they want them open, he'll leave them open. Yeah, he'll, leave them, <laughs> he'll leave them wide open he's for the next prime guy. minister. He'll, yeah. he'll, leave, he'll leave that back door <laughs> wide open for the next oh, prime minister. Oh, yeah, he'll let it draft it. Who cares? It doesn't matter if it's winter. Yeah, he doesn't matter. If the prime minister of North Muskegon was there first, he doesn't. it doesn't matter. He'll. And Muskegon is separate. Separated into Muskegon and North Muskegon. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> two yeah. prime ministers, two each, warring territories. Each separate township in the county of Muskegon has its own <laughs> prime minister. Right. There's a prime minister of North Muskegon. There's prime a minister. prime minister of Fruitport. There's a prime minister of Muskegon Heights. Prime, prime minister, minister of Southwest Muskegon. Muskegon. There's prime minister of prime Ravenna. Prime minister of Corktown Muskegon. <laughs> prime minister of Midtown Muskegon. Yeah. Prime Bridge minister Muskegon. of uh, Black historic Bottom. Indian Village. Black Bottom Muskegon. Yeah, Black Bottom Muskegon. <laughs> um... Uh, Prime Minister of Riverfront, Muskegon. Absolutely. Prime Minister, Prime Minister of, of Greektown, Muskegon. Monarchy. The North End, Muskegon. Prime Minister of Woodbridge. <laughs> Delray, Prime Minister Muskegon. Of, oh, man. Uh, Northwest, uh, Dexter Linden. Uh, Prime Minister of uh, Mexican Eastside. Town, Muskegon. And my dad is fighting all of them. Yeah, your dad is lousy with fights right now. <laughs> yeah. Because he's instituted some unpopular uh, policies. Yeah, um, like no belts. No belts. <laughs> And he, he, so he raised he, the size of he, everyone's pants by like six inches. Yeah. He, so, so, so he, so he is. He wants everybody in Muskegon to wear what ba- what basically constitutes clown pants. Yeah. But he, it's got well because he's, he's got he's got a, a deal with uh, big suspenders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big big suspenders. Giant yeah. Suspenders. Big, big, big suspenders. suspenders. Big big suspenders. <laughs> He's got some he's of the got, biggest suspenders. He's, ever he's seen. got everybody Muskegon in huge clown pants with a big hula hoop through the hoop, yeah. and then and then enormous suspenders. 
Now he is being, uh, he, he's getting, uh, all sides are upset with him. Oh, yeah. Especially the warring faction who believes everyone should wear tiny pants. barrel. <laughs> big, big, <laughs> big barrel, no clothes underneath. Big barrel, no You're clothes. You're poor, got big barrel, and you got two yeah. straps. But but it's not just about being poor because they want everybody in these things. Yes. No, rich but people again, have to wear the barrel stone. Again, you know, from my dad's perspective, that's just the Prime Minister of North Muskegon being in cahoots with Big Barrel. Absolutely. <laughs> Big, Big Barrel. He, I, and your dad has produced pictures yeah, of the Prime Minister like, of North Muskegon at the Big Barrel factory. And he's like, and he's like, obviously, every Big Barrel has a big knot in the middle with a hole in it. So mm-hmm. what if your pecker has to be right where the big hole is? Yeah, what if your pecker goes in the big hole? What if your pecker goes in the big hole? Then he, and then what? And then, and then we got peckers all over Muskegon now then, for everyone to yeah. see? Guess what? Guess what's not hanging out of big big pants with uh, big suspenders? Any peckers. Any peckers. Zero peckers. Zero peckers. Zero peckers. No, pe- no, one is, no one will ever see a pecker. And also, Muskegon. how do you sit down for brunch in a big barrel? You can't. Exactly. Well, you would, You just actually put your legs down. <laughs> <and> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You just get them. Yeah, it's just a stool. It's kind inside. of a turtle situation where you can just go in there yeah. and you know get shelter if you the want. The Prime to. Minister of Muskegon Heights is advocating pants that are too small for everybody, yeah. and that makes everybody some of mad. the smallest some, pants anyone's ever seen. Some of the smallest pants imaginable, and he wants everybody to cram into these things. But he's yeah. just in cahoots with big small pants. Yeah, he, big small pants have got big him. small pants. <laughs> so no. the process is, it's a pair of leather pants that's already a little too tight, and then you get them wet, and then they just will shrink pants. wrap. That's them. the best, that's the funniest fucking thing <laughs> ever today. <laughs> Yeah, it's a cahoots with big it's small absolute. pants. Absolutely, and your dad, who's got big big pants. Uh, yeah, my dad's got the hugest pants imaginable. It's yeah, he's incredible. Got, yeah, the prime minister legally does have to have the biggest pants. Yeah, now 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 he's getting uh, in trouble with like advocacy groups who are saying that his his pants have so much material that it's actually making it harder for other people to get pants. <laughs> well, because there's like there's like two, three, four pants worth of material in this guy's one. Yeah. And such is the arrangement of the hula hoop and the pants <laughs> that if a draft picks up he will fly across the sky like a guy. He, does, he does have one of the best slogans I've ever heard and I put my pants on just like you one ladder at a time <laughs> hey you my dad, know that you're a Muskegon so, if you see the prime minister kiting across the sky <laughs> yeah. with his big pair of pants my, he, my dad also got some heat um, for hiring me to be his um, to be his campaign uh, hype man <laughs> he hired me at a at one hundred and eighty thousand dollars a month to just follow him around doing Ed McMahon. <laughs> so, so he'll say he'll say stuff like, "What was another one of those catchphrases, Alex?" <laughs> For what, another one of my dad's catchphrases, uh, uh, "Don't get caught with your big pants down." Hello! I can pay $180,000 a month to do that. Yeah, I got, I got it's, a it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but honestly, honestly. You are squandering it. In, in, oh, yeah. I am absolutely squandering it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw what was going on with big, big pants. Um, I invested it all back into the big, big pants uh, uh, infrastructure. Guess what is not popular anywhere else in America? Huge clown pants. pants. I'm taking a wa- I'm taking a wash. <laughs> not not for twenty. Not since the we lost Jinko jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's pants are getting smaller and smaller. I should have invested in the Muskegon Heights guys' small pants yeah, strategy because that is what. But you know what? I think we're gonna see a return, especially at the raves, 
to trip pants with a bunch of chains. So when you're like shuffling and hard styling, your legs are just moving around. Absolutely. Crazy. If you're flowing hard enough, you can keep everybody six feet away from you if your pants are big <laughs> enough. Unfortunately, your dad actually has the reverse of these pants where it doesn't get wide at the bottom. It starts very yeah, it narrow tapers. and gets really <laughs> yeah, big. Yeah, well, there's elastic bands. That, so there's, <laughs> the, the, they're enormous pants with a huge waist. Right. And then they're, they're, uh, they are tapered off to the, the your incredibly ankle. tight elastic around your ankle yeah. cutting off the circulation. Absolutely. They're like reverse bell bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> we can put a pair of bell bottoms on upside down. So my dad's probably going to get uh, impeached, but um, that's okay. He's, he had a good run. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he, had, he, he had 18 days as the prime he minister. Had 18, he had 18 days as the prime minister. He pissed off the whole <laughs> town. He, they're, they're, it's basically at a point where um, the different townships in the county are... are uh, um, circling the wagons to probably go to war, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I've been thinking Muskegon's going to have a war soon. I, mean, it's, uh, I don't know what it's called. It, it, it's it's a tiny civil war. I don't know what it's called when a county goes to war with each with itself. I think it's still a civil war. It's, it's still a civil, civil war. war. I think it's still fair to call that a civil yeah, war. It's, I don't know how well, civil actually, the irony is. The irony is election night goes through and the time this episode's coming out, <laughs> Muskegon's in a full-out <laughs> civil war because of Michigan militia's going crazy. It would be funny if they did go to war, but it, we were correct and it was about the pants. It was about pants. <laughs> It's always about pants. So wait, who's on which side of the big? Who's on big pants and who's on My small pants? Dad, the Daddy Prime Reed is is a big pants man. Yeah. Big and big pants. Big big pants. The and Prime North Muskegon is t- uh, t- North Muskegon is big barrels. Small barrels barrels. Wait, who's small pants? Muskegon Heights. Muskegon Heights. Muskegon Heights. Get, get it together. Come on, man. <laughs> this is my life you're talking <laughs> about. I'm sorry. I, I'm at I just wanted to get my facts dollars a month if you don't get yeah. this right. Yeah. Uh, I, I just. I can't even t- I can't even calculate how much that would be in years. <laughs> it's crazy that on the campaign trail you have to go by Ed McSon. Yeah. <laughs> Ed McSon. He calls me Ed McSon. He hired me to be the putt moss of the campaign. Yeah. I just throw horseshoes. He just he hired you to throw horseshoes and eat moss. <laughs> Orville putter putt mossman. <laughs> I I'm uh, I can't believe how mu- much moss you can get down. <laughs> people love it. That's like a county fair freak oh, show yeah. thing. <laughs> people just go hog people wild. People are, are are sick with <laughs> excitement for the. It's moss. like one of those things where it's so gross. It's entertaining. People just like people are grossed out, but cheering and like they're looking away, but they are like. I think what people don't understand is if you go out and you find moss in the woods, any of it's fine. You, there's not yeah. different types. It doesn't matter where it is. You can eat it, and everything's good. The mushier, the better. The mushier, the better. <laughs> Slap it if it's wet. You're good, baby. Yeah. Get, that, get it done your gullet, baby. He just tears off a whole piece of moss, like turf off oh, out of yeah. the forest. Absolutely. And crams it down his face. Everybody in the crowd is covering their face with their their hands, but they're spreading their fingers so they can walk. Oh, yeah. They want to see. They try and look away, but they want to see. Yeah, they try to look they away. Wanna they want to see. You got moss, like, just in between your uh, teeth. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, you can't floss that moss, baby. You gotta keep it there. You can't floss you that can't moss. Can't floss that moss. That's his phrase. That's his catchphrase. You can't. Yeah, people shout it back at that moss. So he's doing the floss dance, and in, in, uh, somebody's feeding him moss. At what co- yeah. But at what cost? Huh? Two hundred thousand dollars a month, man. <laughs> oh, what? He's paying you more than me. I do the moss God thing. You don't need anything it. cool. God That's why he's the it. boss. The moss is the boss, baby. Sweet baby Ray. And this is not a toss. Uh, <laughs> I'm mad. Hit pause.
I, what is what good is nepotism if you're getting paid more than me? <laughs> it's definitely just a loss. I'm getting paid there. He's paying me the extra twenty dollars a month just because I'm not his son. Oh, see, yeah, he's my got dad. the you're not that's, my son bonus. That's one thing that we're um, that I have in uh, in common with Don Junior is that my dad hates me. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine being named after a man who fucking hates you? Is it embarrassed by you? What do you think that? What do you think Don Junior thought the first time he read somewhere uh, that anecdote? Where uh, while his, while Don Junior's mom was in the hospital giving birth to him, he was like, "I don't know if we should name him Don Junior because what if he sucks? What if he turns out like like a turd?" <laughs> oh man, my parents were gonna name me Gary Sinise Junior, but they were like, "What if he's not as good an actor as yeah. Gary Sinise?" Huh. That's my- on me, baby. My parents did name me Gary Coleman Jr., but then they got a cease and desist from the real one because he was also the worried. The real one. He, he was, Gary Coleman was also worried, what if I suck? Yeah. <laughs> what if this God Gary- forbid you can't live up to Gary Coleman. Yeah. We did, we did wrong by Gary Coleman. Yeah. I yeah, he was he like. He ended up being a mall security guard, and we all made fun of him, and then he died young. And then he died. Should we let that actor still be named Gary Cole? Yeah, what about that? Gary That's Cole, That's very man. confusing. Gary Cole, better than Gary is. Coleman. Gary Cole is the boss in Office Space. He's the dad in the Brady Bunch movie. Dad in the Brady Bunch sequel. He's in V. Talladega Nights. Talladega oh, Nights yeah, Talladega is the dad. He's the, he's the mob boss in Pineapple Express. Pineapple? <laughs> <laughs> he's the mob boss in Panopticon. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Pineapple Andy, Express. Who taught you to say it like that? Uh, I learned to speak from uh, from my dog that I got to fight with. <laughs> the golden retriever. Yeah, yeah. He taught you to say pineapple. He taught me to speak. I do. <laughs> I think I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, you're doing great. I learned English from a dog. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you guys don't usually hear it um, on the show because we usually wait until uh, we do. We do it before we record. But Andy will not start talking unless you go speak. Yeah, yeah. And then you guys roll speak. up for the podcast. Yeah. Well, everybody that's ever improvised knows <laughs> that they, 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 they got to speak at me before the show. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Andy learned English from a dog. <laughs> you got an English degree. I know. From he dog university. Job. I have a huge dictionary uh, uh, that I just got recently. Like. Um, like, it's the biggest bound book I've ever seen in my life. It's, like, the fattest book. I was looking through it today, and there was a word, um, dipagius, mm-hmm. which means having two dicks. There's a word Ooh. for that. <laughs> they could have just was, done two hyphen dicks. I two hyphen dicks. <laughs> I was very, I was very uh, excited. Uh, it was, like, the, uh, um, the uh, definition was, like, um, the instance of having two appendages or genitals. Say <laughs> like, hell yeah, dude! Yeah, yeah, you talk about two dicks. I got a really small dictionary, so I gotta drive a lifted Ford Ranger to make up for it. I gotta walk up four steps to get in my truck because I got the smallest dictionary in my neighborhood. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's dumb. Got a sticker on my rear <laughs> windshield that's just the state of Michigan holding a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> It's Calvin pissing on just anyone who looks a little <laughs> handsomer than me. Yeah, giant so, rubber truck nuts. I, is my small dictionary. <laughs> I've, uh, I've, 
I've talked to two Rubber truck thesaurus. Yeah, I fucking tailgate people on the highway all day because of my tiny little fucking dictionary. dictionary. I just have one that fits in my breast pocket, so yeah, I'm just dude. angry all the time. Yeah, dude. Uh, I've talked to two friends who grew up in Michigan and have since moved away. Okay. This week, and they were both, they were both like. Uh, is everything as bad as it seems there right now? <laughs> Wait, is the rest of the country different than the, the, us? The rest of the country is think, is viewing Michigan as this like hellscape of militia, like right wing terrorism right now because of the well, kidnapping. I think, I think that everybody doesn't understand the distance between like Detroit and Lansing and Northern Michigan, yeah. and like people when I when I like so I, I stream video games, you guys, right? Uh, if you didn't know, take a break yeah. in the show to plug your no, show. No, no, I'm just saying that like people are like when I tell people I've never been to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan who are like watching from fucking like Texas or something, they are like they're shocked. Or when people are like when 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 I tell people I'm nowhere near the capital, like right. I've I've been to Lansing like three times, like they're like, what are you talking? Yeah. Like everybody assumes that all of Michigan I, is some little place. This is how big. If you're listening from outside of Michigan, I grew up in Muskegon. And Which I've never been to Muskegon. Another one. I so I took I took um, when I was looking at colleges, I visited Michigan Tech in the UP, and I visited Virginia Tech, and they were both eleven hours from my house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you can drive eleven hours yeah. in Michigan. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Can, and can, could you imagine being like on the outside and seeing like Detroit will breathe protests downtown, seeing people like plotting to kidnap the governor, and seeing guns rights protests like they are happening at Lansing, and assuming those are all in like the same block? Right. That's no. terrifying. That's but terrifying. Also, I live in a neighborhood where there are guys who do, like the <laughs> fucking cavalry who went after Biden's bus. I have those kind of trucks oh, yeah. in my neighborhood. Guys oh, with yeah. huge Trump flags. They go out just with spinning around. Have the, the like the added pipe so they can roll coal yeah. or whatever. Yeah. No destination. They just go on joy rides just to scream at pedestrians yeah. and say like Trump twenty twenty. Shout out yeah. to my neighbor five houses down who has the rolling coal bumper and sticker the smallest and the smallest dictionary, dictionary I've ever in the whole city. Yeah, he's uh, it's what's known as a micro dictionary. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, his uh, yeah, his like, Webster's dictionary is named after um, Webster uh, the TV other Gary yeah, yeah, former Lions player. His name, I think that guy's name was Scary Goldman. Scary Goldman. That's the Jewish. That's the Jewish Scary Goldman. Uh, yeah, but my these these people that I was talking to that grew up here were both like like I live in Denver now. I'm in like my a liberal bubble. Like, or I live in Portland now. I'm in a liberal bubble. It's like I fucking live. I I. Work in theater in Detroit, like yeah. everybody I, I know. Is liberal bubble is Jake Gyllenhaal in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, liberal bubble boy. Liberal bubble boy. He was he was pretty liberal with that bubble because it was it was, <laughs> it was an actual life and death situation with that guy, and he was around. He was doing whatever he wanted. He, he was a bunch he, of nice sharp stuff. You, you can't you you can't be that liberal with your bubble if it if it pops you die. Absolutely not. You gotta be careful with your bubble. Absolutely not. I'm in the libertarian bubble. <laughs> In that bubble, Jake Gyllenhaal's in there, but the age of consent's yeah. fourteen. Yeah, in oh, no. one Tylenol costs eighty four dollars. The age of consent's fourteen, but the the age to work in a coal mine is six. <laughs> I, I absolutely love people that. Like I, I completely understand. Like I also was like when I was in like eleventh grade when I 
learned what libertarianism was, and I was like, "That's me, baby." And then, <laughs> and then I thought it out a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, that that just That's, that means that they want children to work." <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite thing about libertarians is they love to talk about how serious they are and how how scholarly they are about the economy, but then they spend all of their time sending death threats to Ryan Johnson for ruining Star Wars. <laughs> That's like I, all they do. I read the Fountainhead. And wrote an essay for the Ayn Rand scholarship. Gross. Thing for like the free. I remember reading it and being like, finally, a book for people like me. Yeah. Geniuses. Geniuses. The yeah. smartest people think, in the world who don't need all these dumb, it, poor people. I absolutely, I absolutely understand. I think uh, me, you, I don't know about you two. I, I learned about it and I was like, I want to learn more about this. I'm into this. This is what I want. And then you learn more. Yeah. But, like, but like, there are millions of, of like greasy-haired assholes in 11th grade who get to that point, and they're like, that's all that's I need good. to know. <laughs> that's all I need to know, baby. And honestly, in their defense, when I was in 11th grade, I fully was like, you know what? I think I'm complete. I don't, I'm smart enough. I'm the smartest person in the world. I am never going to learn anything more, and I'm never going to grow. This is the end of me. <laughs> that's why it's so. I fully felt that way when I was 17. I'm like, my personality is complete. That's why it's so funny when when uh, Trump was said um, that he is he is fundamentally the same person he was when he was five years old. <laughs> I, was like, I haven't like personality wise, I haven't changed at all since I was five. I was like, why are you bragging about? Like, how can the McDonald's president's like? I'm still just like how I was when I was a kid. I still, yeah, I, I had chicken fingers for breakfast. Changed, I haven't changed at all since I was five years old. <laughs> what happens when no one ever says no to you in yeah. your entire life? Yeah, I was thinking about it the other day. You remember that clip where there was like this, uh, this the Secret Service had like swarm around him at that rally a few years back or yeah. something like that. I was thinking about that. I bet you that's legitimately the scaredest that man has ever been in his entire life because yeah. of his setting. Are we going to put Barrett in prison, you think? I hope so, dude. <laughs> no, he's too tall for prison. <laughs> <laughs> they have to build a very tall prison. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, there's like one tall hallway, like Shipping to Siberia to the yeah. tallest prison in the world. We have to commission a very tall what truck if, to transport what him. These, <laughs> what if all these personally guaranteed loans that Trump has out are actually in Barrett's name? <laughs> <laughs> he comes out, he's They're all Parent Plus loans. $450 million. <laughs> Deutsche Bank breaks, yeah. breaks Baron Trump's extremely the long Reuters, <laughs> Reuters today said uh, Reuters had a report today that Deutsche Bank is is shopping around to sell off his loans because they're tired of like answering questions about loaning money to that asshole it, <laughs> but they like, are all due like yeah. soon right yeah yeah yeah, within if he wins within his presidency, he will owe he will owe uh, uh, like four hundred billion dollars to <laughs> world banks, which is a great uh, a great what place. an insane thing for the leader of the free world <laughs> to owe four hundred billion dollars to foreign Billions. banks. Four hundred billion dollars to foreign <laughs> banks. Yeah, that's incredible. It's I mean it, uh, 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 no, it can't be four hundred billion. It's got to be it's million. It's million. Yeah, four hundred billion. Half a billion lot dollars. of money. I'm Half never a billion gonna... dollars. You can't you know. like you can't you can't you can't function as a democracy if the leader of it is is like sucking off people. Yeah, that's what you think. And you like, pessimist. The guy's half empty guy over the here. Guy that approved those loans to him after like these were loans after he already owed Deutsche Bank a lot of money. Yeah, is the Secretary of Treasury right now? Right, <laughs> like he that's just unbelievable. He got. Uh, it's nice to know that the richest person in the in the whole fucking world is uh, in more debt than me. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, the yeah. rich president's in way more debt than me. Oh man, yeah. 
Uh, it, it, it reminds you that numbers like, and money are meaningless. That, um, the, the story about how bad financially his skyscraper in Chicago did said he got loan forgiveness for $126 million. Then I can't get loan forgiveness for twenty grand. Of student I heard that his skyscraper got in such bad shape that it didn't even scrape the sky anymore. No, it, it was, would. It, it was, was barely it, even scraping. Yeah, my my skyscraper hits the back walls. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, baby, that shit'll slap them back yeah, walls. Yeah, my, my skyscraper's hitting that back walls. His his can't oh, even yeah. tickle the front. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> the Simpsons. <laughs> We're 43 minutes in Ooh, now. baby. Last so week, we got 50 minutes 52, in. 52. Yeah. 52 Shout last out week. to uh, Alex Quayle for messaging me to say that last week's episode was funny. Thanks, Quayle. Yeah. yeah. Rock, buddy. Hey, you if you want to shout soon. out... Uh, if you want to shout out, audience, you need to message us about how good we are or else... Do not message Jared about how good he is. Don't do that. Or Don't I'll do it. Say mean things about you. We'll I'm shout out head. anybody that buys a t-shirt. Please buy a t-shirt. Hey, Please so uh, you guys, we made it. We made it into uh, season four. I think we're we're, we're encroaching onto what uh, some would call the, whole, the holy land of the Simpsons. Oh, yeah. We're making the pilgrimage, We're baby. making the pilgrimage, and we're about to... Uh, uh, I guess this I can't believe here. When we talk about the Holy Land, we mean uh, Mount Rushmore, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's my Holy that's Land. What, that's so, what we Andy, all fun fact: I got a fun fact following up on last week's. We talked a little bit last week about how uh, it was weird because last week's episode, "Brother, Can You Spare Two Dimes," uh, was just in the middle of the summer because it uh, they 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 plucked it out. Uh, in order to uh, help premiere uh, it alongside the, the, of, the premiere of of Martin, yeah. um, but. Uh, originally, this was the episode that was supposed to premiere alongside Martin, and they thought that the the Danny DeVito uh, cameo would help even more. So they they that was supposed to be season last week was supposed to be season four's premiere, and this week was supposed to be season three's finale. Oh. And they switched them around, I think, so Danny DeVito could be a bigger pull wow. uh, on that uh, Martin marketing tip. So fun fact, fun fact. guys. Uh, but this one, uh, pretty simple. Uh, Bart and Lisa spend six weeks at Camp Krusty. However, the camp is not what it seems, and Bart and Lisa quickly find out. Uh, I'm going to add the note, and uh, Homer and Marge bang a lot. Oh, hell, yeah. yeah they, they, they are incredibly yeah, doing some intense The math. kids yeah, away, the parents will play. The, pay, yeah. the parents will play. Yeah. The parents will pay. Parents? So we had good... Uh, That's not what my parents do, though. When I'm, they're, no, this, no, they don't. Uh, no, they for don't one do that. for one thing uh, about like the production uh, in the writing of The Simpsons from here on out, after three full seasons, they finally have Ralph's voice. Yes, Ralph fucking killed it tonight with so his single line. Ralph is Ralph, Ralph is one line. of the most famous like tertiary characters in Simpsons lore, just being uh, an incredibly stupid child. <laughs> yeah, he's an incredible tersh. This is uh, uh, Wiggum. Wiggum's kid, right? Wiggum's kid. Yeah. Wiggum's Wiggum's kid. kid. So this is the cop's kid. Up until this point, he's only had a handful of lines. They haven't done his... Like, literally... They haven't done his voice. The, the voice of his... Like, the writing style of his voice or the, like, tenor of yeah, his voice. all of it. Yeah. Uh, and they... He's only got one line in this one, and it's finally... It's finally so, route. Wait, route. hear me out. Hear me out real quick. So, so in the context of The Simpsons, right? We are what season one and two phenomenon. Season three, top of the world. Season four is follow up at the top of the world. We uh, are is that, is that pretty much where we're at? I think. 
Bart mania has calmed down, so it's yeah. it's not like that's right. a Homer centric show. But this now, is kind of like this is kind of like your follow up to your big fucking number one. This spot. is you yeah. Know, the Simpsons this is, are, are these are the the. They're the number they're one crushing the ratings. Yeah. Right. And so this this would be like uh, kind of like your second album or something. Or yeah. Something. And like, I think right. they're the annihilating right. right now. And I think uh, from a like a cultural stand like uh, from a fan standpoint, this is the beginning of the golden era. Yes. Which that blows my mind because there's been some 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 yeah. bangers. Uh, yeah. Season three. I, I mean, I we're like, all, uh, you know. By the end of the season, we'll be at like a hundred episodes in, and that's where yeah. the show's hitting its stride, which is phenomenal. So here, I'm, I'm going to read off some list, uh, a list of the episodes we're going to see in the next few weeks. Right? Tell, tell me, give me a uh, high o if it's a if it's a banger okay. and a, eh, if it's a whatever. Okay. okay. Uh, a streetcar named Marge. Hi-o. Homer, Hi-o. Homer the heretic. Hi ho. Lisa the beauty queen. Hi ho. Yeah. Treehouse of Horror three. That's I a funny I, one. I don't like that. I, I watched that I don't, recently. I honestly don't know. I can't pick out which treehouse is. Itchy are. and Scratchy the movie. Hi ho. Marge gets a job. Um, I is What's that, that one? Is that when she's a cop or is that when she's know. a realtor? New kid on the block. I no wait. Is that where Marge uh, buys into the? The pe- pre- I think that's later. Marge uh, is forced to get a job to help make ends meet. Nuclear power plant. Mr. Burns becomes oh, attracted to her. Oh, Mr. Bur- uh, Mr. Burns becomes smitten with her. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, okay. Uh, new kid on the block. Hi-o. Mr. Plow. <laughs> Mr. Lisa's first. Yes! Uh, Lisa's first word. Hi oh. Homer's really triple bypass. Hi oh. Marge versus the monorail. Oh, Mama Mia. Selma's choice. Uh, is that I, where she dates? Um, uh, no, it's not. I'm, I'm not that's, sure. a, that's later. I was thinking that's when she dates Troy McClure. Take Spartan Lisa to Duff Gardens oh, to that's try a good out her one. parenting skills. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Uh, Lisa drink. Lisa drinks uh, water out of like a, a lazy river and trips balls. <laughs> um, brother from the same planet. Good uh, one. I, oh yeah, that's a yeah. So hard. Yeah, this this whole season is. I love Lisa. I choo choo choose that episode. Duffless. Uh, last exit to spring. Yeah. Whoa! So it's come to this: a Simpsons clip show, oh, no. the front, yeah. whacking day, no. Marge in chains, Krusty gets canceled. Hell yeah! God damn! And then uh, we get into season five, my favorite season. Really? So that I mean, sounds this is, uh, like, sounds this is like, like eight or five. They're tied for me. This is yeah. I mean, these are all yeah. whoppers. There's yeah. there's no almost almost no misses everyone. except maybe the clip show. Yeah, almost uh, almost every single one's amazing. Yeah, God, I love so this, Lisa. Yeah. Is where we crystallize Ralph. Yeah, that yeah. is the Ralph episode. That's the the yeah. That's the Ralph episode when God. he when he is George Washington in the <laughs> we're we're we should talk about the one because this is yeah. actually this is actually uh, a much greater episode is, than I remember from childhood. This episode, this was is a whirlwind of bits. Yeah, oh my God. God, Camp Krusty is uh, just wild. Yeah. I would I would be very surprised if this entire premise for an episode wasn't based on the Tom Lehrer song Hello Mudda Hello Fada because <laughs> all of these Harvard writers were definitely obsessed with Tom Lehrer oh yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know just any any comedy guy who had like six records from that Absolutely. There, there is there is another episode summer camp adjacent where uh where Bart sends them that record as like a tape is it the one where they go to the world's fair i think so so he uh so he doesn't actually but he, bart sends them at that record as like a time uh, like this is what i'm up to at summer camp when he's really <laughs> just like off on his own and homer's like 
bro the the dream sequence where bart is imagining the last day of school and it it they yell let's trash this dump that's the most homophilia energy in the uh, world there were uh, there were a handful of good sequences in this though there was the there was a summer camp montage that rocked there was the the opening bart dream sequence uh sequence that rocked this was a very, uh, very, very visually good uh, episode. God. It seemed like eighty percent montage. It really did. Yeah. It felt very montagey, but uh, in not in not show, not bad though. Feel, yeah, that would feel crummy. This felt great. The show was just clipping mm-hmm. along. Yeah, but because like every every bit of every montage moved the story along, but it, each one was also a self contained joke. And each each one seemed like they wrote a full scene, but just had to cut it short because it had so yeah. many scenes. Yeah. I was, again, uh, I, I, I've been bringing this up a little bit more and more. I was surprised by the pacing of this. I was surprised by how long the uh, opener went, the, the school stuff. Uh, when they got to the crusty thing, I thought in my head again, like, how are they going to do this whole storyline? They're adding a whole new setting and a new story is starting now. I feel like it was like halfway through. But again, they did it. And they've got it down now where episodes end so quick. So fucking yeah. so quick. They have realized that it is like every single is not thirds. It's mostly beginning, mostly middle, and then a tiny little chunk of end. And I think that's how they, they keep people holding on for the entire 23 minutes. Or like whatever. once they got to once they got to the camp. Every single line was a laugh line. Yeah, was, every single one. It was incredible. Yeah. I mean, they did a good job setting this up. They get it. And, you know, they had the, you know, the B plot was just essentially, hey, wa- let's watch the parents bang while the kids are <laughs> home. Yeah. I mean, that's the B plot. And, and it, it was funny. And it a very light Homer, B plot. Homer, they do not cut back to it a ton. No, no they, they, they don't they, need it except for to break up right. the A plot. They're yeah. banging and Homer's growing new hair. And his losing gut, weight. He's losing weight and growing hair. And, yeah. he, and they're having the time of their life. We get yeah. this killer little mill like Millhouse doesn't have a lot to do in this episode, but we get this line where they're being introduced to the dude who's running Camp Krusty, and his name is like Mr. Black. And Millhouse raises his hand, he's like, Can we call you Uncle Black? And he's like, No. No. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, when they're when they're they're all excited, uh um uh going to camp and um the sign in front of the camp says Camp Krusty, the crustiest place on earth. <laughs> Love yeah. that. Martin talks to his parents. He's like, I know you're sending me fat camp. Your daddy's chubby little secret. I'm daddy's <laughs> chubby little secret. Uh, God, incredible Martin energy. I did, I did uh, like the, the kids are like counting down the clock for the last day of school. And they all storm out uh, cheering. And one of the teachers runs de- runs them down on the steps of the school and goes, wait, 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 wait. I never taught you about the ending of World War II. And all the kids turn around. And he goes, we won. <laughs> and the kids cheer. And they start chanting USA, USA. They flip a car. Flip, <laughs> flip a car on their way out of town. Children can do anything. It is so funny. Dude, this was like a like a generic teacher that you've never seen yeah, before yeah. and never will we see won. again. <laughs> what a great gag. It's so, like, that's just like... They the ending of World War Two. We won. Yeah, they show Krusty like testing uh, merchandise, and there's an alarm clock, and he touches it, like ah, and the guy goes, "The clock gets incredibly hot if you leave it plugged in. <laughs> if you leave it plugged in, <laughs> a clock. You gotta leave yeah, that plugged in. Yeah. I mean, I do unplug my clocks before I go to bed every night, but that's just me. That's just kind of guy I am. We're uh, we're creeping up on what 55 minutes right now. You want to do want to do jokes or, or what? You want to? Yeah, I, mean, I think so, we should do jokes. So I uh, just before we get there, I, uh, I I loved every single thing about 
the camp. I love. Yeah, camp was great. I loved. It was it, so it was basically uh, like a sweatshop. They were they were making fake Gucci wallets for sale on the, the black montage market. was just like the montage of literally your kid's worst nightmare Absolutely. going to camp. Uh, Absolutely, the, the the counselors are literally their bullies. Lisa, Lisa's like camp finds, gulag. It's yeah. camp gulag. Lisa finds this way to. Uh, she finds like a man. Uh, who lives near the camp to sneak away a letter to to um, to her parents, bribing him with alcohol <laughs> to get a letter to them. The, and, and it starts it starts with I'm no longer afraid of hell for I have been to Camp Krusty. Yeah, I and can, the parent the parents are just like, oh, camp letters. She's gonna love this. Like she's gonna miss leaving. That 100. So, I love that uh, they casually mentioned that like Krusty turned this abandoned mule tannery into a summer camp. Yeah, I loved. I fucking love. Like they they promise Krusty's gonna be there all summer. He's not, and they try to pass off a drunk Barney with a wig on as Krusty, and the the guy running the camp is like, Krusty has laryngitis, so he will be saying or nor doing nothing, <laughs> and then he said, Barney's like struggling to stay upright, and the kids are like, Bart oh, says man. something, he's like, no, Bart, I am Krusty. <laughs> I am Crunchy the Clown. Yeah, yeah, I am Crunchy. He knows Bart's name. What did Ralph say? To- Ralph says... He's funny, but not ha ha funny. That's the, that's, <laughs> yes. that's the moment that I'm like, they, that is they finally figured out. That's Ralph. Super Nintendo Chalmers. Before Ralph. before before this moment, we had, um, what was that one line that uh, Ralph had that? Uh, but who could tame her? Yeah, yeah. But who could tame her? It's like that's funny, <laughs> but that's not Ralph. Right. He's funny, but not ha ha funny. Now yeah, we're that getting is into, Ralph. We're getting into specific that's Ralph. Choo choo choose you. I choo choo choose you. I, we're getting to know. I bet my Wookiee, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Super Nintendo Chalmers. <laughs> it d- um, tastes like burning, Ralph. <laughs> but so, long story short, Bart uh, stages a rebellion, takes over the camp. Uh, <laughs> it makes it Bart's it's camp. It's so funny. They it, they they do a special report on the news from that's, yeah, the that's camp. My, that's my terror. joke of the day. That's and your joke. Homer begging begging don't be himself. The boy. Don't be the don't, boy. He's, don't he's be the begging boy. with That's your joke. Boy. The don't be the boy. Uh, I was gonna either do that or the letter. Those are the two. I was gonna say. Uh, I thought yours was going to be they go to Krusty after the news story breaks and they goes, is it true you attempted suicide when you heard the <laughs> I news? I do love yeah. that line. A, that's such that's a funny, especially there were, uh, there were probably four or five in this episode that I could choose as a, as yeah. a favorite. I think that they're really finding those. I love, uh, I love I love slowed tempo. I love wordplay bits and I love uh, I love the just kind of throwaways, kind it's, of well, throwaways. Well, I mean that are that are not, you know, just yeah. quick. I mean, and that's like I love the, like the, Jimbo and the gang being like, we're meeting some tail on the other side of the lake. <laughs> yeah, tonight. that's that's great. Um, imitation uh, gruel, great bit. <laughs> imitation <laughs> gruel is a great bit too. Oh, um, I love the 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 question that the reporter asked yeah. Krusty because this is like this is like twenty eight years ago. It's like they had no idea how bad it was going to get, and already they have like this biting joke about. Like hungry news hounds, like Krusty gets off a plane and the first, like in a media throng, the first thing that you hear is, "Is it true you attempted suicide?" <laughs> <laughs> that is like spot on, perfect, incredible. Uh, I, my favorite joke is, "Dear mom and dad, I no longer fear hell." That's that so is funny. perfect. I love that joke. It's so grim and so funny. A child no longer fearing I hell. I think. I think my favorite joke is so you see. There's a montage of all the. Like the the 
Um, cabins are falling apart. There's a rattlesnake in the cabin. Yeah. Uh, they're eating gruel. Uh, like everything no, they're eating is, imitation They're gruel. eating imitation gruel. Nine out of ten orphans can't tell the difference. Everything is as bad as possible. And then there's a quick cut to the um, um, the uh, counselor den, and Larry, <laughs> like the, the like Curly and the gang, are around a fire in like cush chairs, and Mister Black passes out a round of brandy, and he goes, "Gentlemen." To evil, <laughs> it's like, it's and then so, cuts. Yeah, it cuts. It cuts Just so it. like they did not so leave perfect. a second after to evil. Gentlemen, it's like to evil. Gentlemen, <laughs> to evil. Oh, one so of the funny. fastest cuts in the show. Oh man, oh, I yeah. just love it. Uh, my oh. favorite, my favorite joke was um, the combination of the guy saying, "If you leave it plugged in, it gets really hot," and then Krusty's response being. All right, I'm going to go to Wimbledon. Mark <laughs> <laughs> Krusty almost getting knighted and then having to run away. Yeah. What could he have done? He's wearing a shirt that said, I got smashed at Wimbledon. That's great. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. is, uh, as soon as Homer sees that it is, in fact, Bart that is in, in control of the child army, his two extra hairs fall out of his head and his gut <laughs> pops back out. <laughs> Imagine calling uh, your son the boy. The boy. The boy. <laughs> Please don't be the boy. Please don't be the boy. The boy. Please don't be the boy. Uh, so then uh, th- this all gets resolved because Krusty shows up. They make Krusty prove he's Krusty, and they can tell by his nipple, his scar, and his brand birthmark, his cattle brand birthmark. Yeah. yeah. He's and got then a Krusty, birth- uh, Krusty decides he's going to take all of the kids to the happiest place on earth. Tijuana, and then it goes. Uh, it goes into a uh, uh, Frank Sinatra's "South of the Border" plays with a, a montage of uh, pictures of Krusty uh, and the kids, kids cockfighting. Tijuana, yeah, uh, yeah. and so it was a great app. Front, to back, front to back, front to back, great app. App. I'm not changing mine, uh, but I did like the app. I'm not changing mine, but this I, was a blast. I am going to stay at Homer at the Bat for yep. now, but this might be number two. Yeah, this crushed it. In this terms of jokes, there. in terms of laughing, yeah, holy shit! Great story, front to back. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, and back to front. Pacing, yeah. Uh, they 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 definitely opened that front door and and gave a little tease. And they gave it, but, but they come around they the back did doing not forget couple, about that back door. They never would forget about that. They they wouldn't leave the back door. This hey, era, man. this era of the Simpsons. Oh yeah, they're hitting that front door, but they're never gonna forget about oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the front walls and the back walls, oh, yeah. baby. They'll hit all four walls, baby. Uh, <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll get it from the front, and they'll clap it from the back. Absolutely. <laughs> if, if, if it's especially going well, they might even hit that attic. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Bergs, what do you think? Where are you, what do we do? What do we, what's the guest episode situation? What do we do? Uh, well, we, do Bergs, you want. we have in the do past. Bergs, do whatever you want. Did, but Bergs, just say something, for God's sakes. <laughs> Tell us about uh, the Simpsons. No way. Uh, it is. Well, <laughs> we've already asked you your favorite episode of the Simpsons yeah, all together. That's what I'm but saying. Now, what's your favorite episode of the ones you've done for the podcast so far? Of the ones I've done? Uh, fuck, I don't remember which. The last one I watched was, I think it was re- the retirement home one. Oh, yeah. Which also was just a montage of things that fucking sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Um which, uh, I think this one might be my favorite of the ones I've watched. It's a good one. But it's got to be the best laugh. I think a lot of my nihilism has come from The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. There's no... There was one of the documentaries you watched at the beginning. There the was a moment in this one, too. Uh, I mean, my deep-seated nihilism. Wait, did you talk about the seal of approval thing? 
I don't know. Oh, there's, the cra- Camp Krusty. Yeah. And then, then the, the meta show, bit out, out, coming out of there's, it. Where there's, there's like, there is no heroes in the world of The Simpsons. No, they, I, and they don't take, like, they don't take sides. Like, they make fun of everything. There's a phenomenal interview with my favorite Simpsons writer, George Meyer, uh, I think for The New Yorker from, like, 2000, where they talk about how he is the writer that, created the fundamental distrust of institutions in the Simpsons. Yeah. There were like there was a lot of like comedy and like Bart doing stuff, but he is the voice of the distrust of principles, church, the government, the people who are supposed to So we can to all trace you. it back to the Simpsons. Yeah, absolutely. Society would be a much stronger uh unified place if it weren't for <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're we're where we're at tonight because, because of the Simpsons. Yeah, That's yeah, the beginning can, of the culture. You can trace war. this all back to that uh, rascal little uh, toe-headed boy Bart. <laughs> toe-headed boy Bart, <laughs> my man. Toe-headed is such a funny way to describe somebody because it just means blonde, but like it sounds like an insult. <laughs> yeah, you toe-headed freak, <laughs> like <laughs> toe-headed piece of fucking shit. Uh. You want to do? Uh, do we, well, Bergs, do you want to plug anything while you're here? Um, I think I, <laughs> I might have plugged this last time, but I'm gonna plug the movie Digstown again. <laughs> yeah, baby, oh, Digstown. Oh my god! Oh, uh, if you if you did plug it, I didn't remember. Uh, uh, we did watch it as a group. <laughs> it it truly is one of the most insane. Oh man! Film In terms ag- of stuff we've used to drive ourselves insane over yeah. the last few months, that was that was prime time. One baby. of the most psychotic cinema experiences uh, of my entire life, and I'm I'm not. I'm not over like I'm not blowing that out. Like, no, we've watched a lot of crazy that, stuff. That is, it is honestly insane that that is a real Hollywood movie, starring <laughs> starring uh, James, Woods. James Woods. James Woods. James fucking Woods. Bruce Dern, Louis Gossett Jr. It's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> Heather <laughs> Graham's in just, it. just okay. <laughs> the the loose structural plot of this movie is an is an old man has to fight ten people <laughs> consecutively. <laughs> Uh, old Lou Gossett Jr. has got to box 10 guys in, in a row. In a row. He's got to fight 10 guys in, in a row. In a span of 25, 24 hours. If you're not in, on board after that, I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, a six if you're not on board that after idea. that, you're not somebody listening to Homophilia yeah, yeah, in the 105th no. minute. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Or I'm sorry, 65th minute. I mean, yeah, you're, yeah, baby. you're given the premise. Let's do another four. You've got to fight right. 10 guys in a row, and you're like, all right, this is an insane movie. It gets more insane. Let me tell you what I'd do for the sequel. He's got to fight eleven. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why that's why my pitch was accepted because I said, "What about 12? <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if Ocean's Eleven was George Clooney has to fight eleven guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Do we want to do some sponsors? Yeah, I got one. All right. Uh, if you add enough of uh, big, big pants and barrel pants, uh, head to Muskegon Heights' newest Biggie Smalls and Junior Mafia-inspired fashion outlet, uh, the Notorious B.I.G. Small Pants. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Big Small Pants. <laughs> <laughs> big Small Pants. Anybody else got sponsors tonight? Um, this has been brought to you by the Prime Ministership of Norton Shores. Uh, my my dad graciously uh, uh, bought a, a four hundred and fifty thousand dollar ad for Homophilia today with the taxpayers money from Muskegon. So uh, congratulations, guys! Incredible! <laughs> congratulations, guys! 
Uh, I, too, uh, would like to thank um, the Prime Minister of uh, Devon's World, which is <laughs> what I'm calling the bubble I'm living in, which I have declared a sovereign. I'm a sovereign citizen. Oh, yeah. You I'm stopped, the Prime Minister of Devon's Land. You stopped driving on the roads. You're driving through people's front yards now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. If you're a sovereign citizen, you can go you, crazy. You can't, well, you can't, you can't use, do anything. You can't use the roads. You can't use the public roads. Uh, so you're yeah, I am yards. rolling my bubble like a hamster over people's front <laughs> Absolutely. lawns. Absolutely. And I am killing the grass, and people are furious. People but are furious. My law, yeah. Your laws don't apply to me. But I'm you have, crazy. You have a, you have a huge uh, a huge Bluetooth speaker that just blares a, a two-second clip you put on your phone that says, <laughs> I am a sovereign citizen! And I have a flamethrower <laughs> attached to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I burnt down Southwest Mesquite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have a sponsor that's been paying my bills recently. It is uh, NBC News big touchscreen things. You can, <laughs> you can play Spider Solitaire. You can zoom in on Kentucky. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> it's, it is hard to remember which bits were on mic and which weren't. Oh, hell yeah, it's dude. crazy that exactly. Fortnite is cross-platform. You can play it on Switch, computer, iPhone, NBC big touchscreen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I, I do have a, a, another. Oh, yeah? Another one. Here we go. Um, uh, Motel 6 now has the dampest rooms in town. <laughs> I am staying in the wettest room I'm I've ever have, been in. I'm staying in the wettest possible room. If you want to be incredibly uncomfortable and feel like you're catching a <laughs> chill on, on a mattress that is soaked through Motel 6. You don't even need the faucets because the whole room, the whole room the is whole, faucet. The whole room is a faucet. They, I, they were like, hey. what if they made the whole room out of the faucet? <laughs> hey, hey, Andy. <laughs> hey, Andy. What? Why was Motel 6 afraid of Motel 7? Why? Because Motel 7, 8, Motel 8, Motel 9. Motel. <laughs> Motel 7, Motel 8, Motel 9. Okay. Let's yeah, let's yeah. That. yeah, that's why you don't hear about Motel yeah. 9 anymore. You don't hear about it. Motel, Motel 6 is afraid of Motel 7 because Motel, Motel 7 sued <laughs> Motel 8 into, into non-existence. Well, Motel 7 sued Motel 8. Now it's Motel 9. <laughs> and we're homophilia. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. my favorite yeah. Lou Bega song, Motel number 5. <laughs> 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 we'll be back next week. <laughs>